It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour, bonsoir, Simon Marcel. Welcome to The Rendezvous. If it's the first time you're joining the show, my accent is French, français. Uh, if you're in a relationship, you're going to relate to that story immediately. A friend of mine told me that she is fed up because her husband never rinses the dishes before he goes to sleep. Never. Or he puts them directly in the dishwasher without rinsing them, which is worse. And she said to me, Simon, how do you make a man understand he has to rinse the dishes? So I said to her, I said, listen, tell him that's the one thing you want him to change. You know, that um, you don't want to nag him. But every time he leaves the dishes in the sink without rinsing them or puts them directly in the dishwasher, even worse, without rinsing them, you will leave a sticker on the dish itself says, rinse me with a smiley, and he'll understand. And she loved that. You call the next 855-905-8255. If you have a love story that you've lived that has touched your heart and you want to share it with me, just call me, 855-905-8255. Alana, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. <laughs> I have to tell you, I listen to you every single night. Oh, thank um, you. Actually, at work, I, I'm a nurse and I work the night shift and the other nurses and I love you. Oh, thank and... you so much. Thank you. <laughs> It really helps to brighten our evenings. You know, it can be a really stressful job. Oh, absolutely. So, Shout out to all the nurses out there that, you know, you guys are angels. And I've been to a couple oh. of ER in my life. And what would we do without the wonderful nurses that are always there for us? So, Alana, you listen to the, the love stories? Is that what uh, you, you listen to? Uh, we're so crazy about the romantic stories. And I just wanted to share a uh, very sweet romantic thing that I have in my life. Oh, sure. I want to hear that story. <laughs> Actually, my boyfriend is very thoughtful. And um, one of the best things that he does is, it's a little thing, but he leaves me love notes and he hides them. And they're real simple. It'll just be like, I'll open up my purse and there'll be a little note there that just says, you are so beautiful. Or I'll open a drawer and there'll be a note. I don't even know when he planted it. But he'll <laughs> plant them and I'll find these like, it's almost like these little time bombs of love that I find. And, you know, I'll find one that says, you're the best thing that ever happened to me. Wow. And it's awesome. And that's all the time? He does it all the time. It's like he's the Easter bunny and he just finds <laughs> these little Easter eggs for me. Wow. And I, I love it because you never know where you're going to find one. So it's unexpected and it'll just be something simple. Like I love your eyes or you're so important to me. And I'm like, man, he gets me every time with it. Even if I'm mad at him, if I open a drawer and find one of those, I'm like, ah, I can't stay mad. See, this is very inspirational. Elena, do you recommend that us all men do that for our girlfriends too? I mean, listen, guys out there listening, do this because it's such a little thing. It's such an easy thing. Mm -hmm. And let me tell you, it just fills my heart with joy every time I find one of these. Advice well taken. So I am going to use that advice. And next time I'm in a relationship, Alana, I'm going to remember your story and do the exact same thing. Thank you so much for sharing that story and that piece of advice. I will not forget it. Awesome. Thank you, Simon. Thank you for calling, Elena, and thank you for all you do at the hospital and all the nurses out there and the doctors. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you. <laughs> you got it. Have a good night. You too.
Oh, I got a good question sent to me on my Twitter DM. What do you do if you can't get over someone? And the answer is next. If you have a question for me about your relationship, but you can't call me, always send me your question. Send me just a Twitter DM at Rendezvous Radio. Trisha, what's going on with Sierra and her ex now? All right, so Sierra says, bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Sierra. I'm still in love with my ex after two years, and I can't seem to get over him. He, on the other hand, is already married, and his wife is pregnant, which is really crazy because he told me he wasn't ready for any of that. Anyway, I find myself obsessing about him often, and I don't know how to move on. Do you have any advice? Oh, that's a good question. How do you get over an ex when you can't move on? I'm going to answer that next. So how do you get over an ex when you can't seem to be moving on? It's still on your mind. Just like Sierra just DM'd me on my Twitter account. You know, two years after her and her ex, you know, are separated, she's still in love with him and she can't get over him. So, Sierra, there's one thing you can do is ask yourself this difficult question. Why? Am I attracted by rejection? Why am I attracted by a man who clearly doesn't want to be with me, has moved on? And look back and ask yourself that question over and over. And then you'll realize after a while that there's only pain in rejection. And once you've had enough with that pain, then I think you'll be ready to bury the past, to kiss the future. So it's a process when we're in love. And I respect that process. It takes time. But it will work. Always ask yourself the right question, the honest, hard question, and you'll find the answer. Truth is freedom. Good luck to you, Sierra. Thank you so much for the Twitter DM. You call the next. 855-905-8255. Belinda, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. How are you? Good. And yourself? I'm doing okay. <laughs> Good. What's going on? Well... I was just divorced about a year ago, and a little while after that, I met this guy that we became great friends, and we talk all the time, and um, I, of course, needed to spend some time healing, because that's a pretty big thing. Sure. Um, but now I feel like um, my heart is in a place where I can start putting it out there again, and I was just wondering, how do I tell my friend that I'm kind of interested in, in dating him? So that's that's pretty easy. So just what are the so he told you he was interested in you. How how do you know for sure he is you know like into you, Belinda? Like what what are the signs? Well, um, we talk every day. Um, we've gone out to lunch a few times just as friends. Uh, we do a little bit of work together. Um, we're we're not colleagues, but uh, we do collaborate once in a while, and okay. we just get on so well. And he hugs me all the time, and. It's very warm and, and good. Okay. So, but he thinks he's in the friend zone as we speak, right? Right now, for him, all of this is a friend zone kind of relationship. Yes, because I was very clear that, you know, I was not in, in a position to date at all because it was a really painful breakup and I needed some time to heal. And now I think I'm I'm healed. Perfect. No, well, listen, so because you friend zone, you, he can't unfriend zone you right now. He, he's respecting your wishes. So I think, Belinda, the best technique is to say, hey, you know what? I would love for us to go to dinner. Not even date, just go to dinner. 
And then during the dinner, you know, you can you get close to him, you just touch his hand a little bit, he'll get the message. Once somebody, you know, says, let's go to dinner, the friend zone usually ends. Okay. All right. That sounds good. I would, I would love to do that because we get along so well. It's wonderful. And I'm excited about this. This is wonderful. So I'm glad you called me and uh, reach out to him, unfriends on him, <laughs> and then you know you'll be, he, he will be free again to express his, his romance and love for you. So I'm excited for him and for you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Simon. You're welcome. Have a good night. Have you ever been friend zone? I have, and I have a lot to talk about that. So stay with me. That's coming up next. Have you ever been friend-zone? I have. So here's what happened. I meet an enchanting woman. I tell usually all my team. <laughs> and then you go like maybe on the lunch. And then at the end of the lunch, you know, you feel attracted. And I said, oh, I would love to take you out for dinner, maybe get to know you more romantically. And then she goes, oh, no, I just want us to be friends for now. Friends, I'm thinking in my mind, I don't want to be just friends. I like you. I want to get to know you. You're wonderful. You're beautiful. You're enchanting me. No, no, let's just be friends. <laughs> so then what happens, all right? Because this friend zone thing, we have to accept it, okay? So I'm going to share with you next how do you either get out of it or accept it. There's two things you need to know, and those two things are coming up next. So once you hear from a partner, potential partner, I don't want to be romantic right now. I can't. Usually you hear, because I just finished a relationship on the rebound and I don't, I'm just healing, which is probably the truth. And so let's be friends. So option A, well, you know what I've done many times. You try everything you can in your power to still charm the person. Doesn't work. <laughs> i got to be honest. All that for nothing. Why? Because we have to listen. When somebody says you are friend zone, you are. And you have to accept it. So that's the first thing. And just either don't ever see the person again or just be friends. And the second thing is, how do you get out of it or try again to you know, unfriend zone the situation? Ask the person for the date. Don't beat around the bush. Uh-uh. Go straight to it. Can we have dinner together? And then the person says yes or no. In my case, I have some bad luck. The girls always said, no, I'm happy with friends. And that's what happens. But now you know what to do from my own example. Don't do like me, do better than me. That's the creator of this show. You call that next. You have a question for me about your relationship? Just call me, 855-905-8255. Karine, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Karine. Welcome to the rendezvous. What is up with you tonight? So I've been seeing my boyfriend for about six months, and everything is really great. Um, however, the past two months, he's been starting to want to have ooh-la-la in the riskiest locations all of a sudden. Um, he'll start instigating in the car um, at my parents' house when he was over for dinner. Um, he even surprised me at my office one time and tried to start things in the restroom. I, I guess my question is, I want things to go back to normal, but things have escalated. Do you know what I should do? Okay, sure. No, no, I think I do. So just FYI, those those behaviors like a game, right? So the turn on is to get as close as possible of being caught. 
So what happens, Karen, is it doesn't become about you. You're just part of the scenario. That's why it's also kind of, um, you know, an objectifying of you because, you know, you could be replaced. In that case, what really turns him on is the idea to be caught. So for that to stop, all you got to do is don't get along with it. Say, I'm not going to play that game. And to ask him, why do you want to get caught? And then tell him, if that's a turn on, it doesn't turn me on. I want intimacy to be intimate. So once the great while we might be adventurous, but I'm not going to go with it. And you tell him, ask yourself, why do you want to be caught? What is it? Maybe you can go see a shrink about it. But now that you're uncomfortable about it, you should stop immediately to go along with it. He tries again to stop. I have no interest in these games. Okay. I guess I'm just nervous I'm about what he might say or maybe he'll leave me because I'm not into what he's into. I, oh, I, I need to be honest with him. That's a risk that protects you. You cannot do something that you feel is inappropriate or something you don't believe in or doesn't turn you on. Ooh la la is supposed to be relaxing, not stressing you out. You don't want to be exactly, you know, on the page. Exactly. Yeah, you don't want to be on the front page of the local newspaper, busted, double busted, <laughs> in, in the back of a car somewhere, you know? Absolutely. Okay. All Thank right. you. So, Thank you so much. Good luck to you. Have a good night. Thank you for calling, Karine. Bonsoir. Have you also been with a partner that kind of pushes the limits on you and you didn't know what to do? Let's talk about that next. Have you ever been in a relationship where your partner pushed you to kind of the extreme? And I don't mean in ooh-la-la. I mean sometimes it's gambling. Sometimes it can be drinking. Sometimes it can be other things. You get my drift. Things where you went along because you were afraid to lose your partner's love the relationship itself, and that fear of rejection made you do things that was not your thing, and you didn't know how to get out of it, right? Think about it, really, in any relationship, there's usually a moment where we say, um, I don't feel it. It doesn't have to be dangerous, so like Karin said, you know, ooh-la-la outside, but I think we have to learn to say no and not be afraid of rejection. So stay with me. I want to tell you a couple ways to say no, without hurting your partner's feelings. That's next. Have you ever been in a situation your partner pushes you to do something that is not you thing, but you don't say no? Why? Because you're afraid of rejection and you're afraid to hurt the feelings of your partner. How to say no without hurting your partner? That's the question. It's a very simple way. When you want to say no, add an explanation. Just not no. Just say no because that's not my thing. If you open up the dialogue for solutions, it goes well. Just like actually when we were little kids, don't put your hands in the electrical plug. Why? Because you're going to get hurt, so don't play with it. Same thing for us adults. When we say no to our partner, just explain the why. Calmly, not in an offensive way. That's the way I use. It's been working for me for years. Be kind, gentle, but honest. You call the next 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255. Josh, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. How are you? I am good. How can I help you tonight, Josh? So I, I, uh, I'm I, having some issues uh, between my girlfriend and my sister-in-law. Mm-hmm. Um, my girlfriend is a fantastic person. I absolutely adore her. 
my sister-in-law is, you know, um, <laughs> they butt heads severely. Oh. And I, I'm just trying to, to, you know, do I just not touch it at all? I don't know what all to do. How bad is it when you say the butt heads? Like it... It, it's caustic. It's rough. Like them being in the same room. I mean, my brother's wife has made my girlfriend cry several times. Mm-hmm. And just by by being dismissive, by being kind of a a, a jerk, uh-huh. use that term, um, and I I just don't know what to do. I I mean, yeah. Um, okay, did you speak to your brother about it because he must be aware of what's going on? Yeah, I we've talked, and he kind of says, "Well, that's just how she is," and it's like, "Well, that's not enough." <laughs> no, it's not enough. Maybe. If you feel that your sister-in-law is disrespecting your girlfriend, then you have to step it up and talk to your brother and say, listen, we got to stop all this. So speak to your wife. I'll speak to my girlfriend. Let's separate all of them. Um, so, But no one should disrespect anyone in front of anyone, period. So you got to stand up for your girlfriend, Josh. You got to talk to your brother and make a point of it. And if he doesn't get it, then uh, you have to take some distance because if I'm with my girlfriend and my brother's uh, wife would disrespect my girlfriend, I would talk to Ben, my brother, and put a stop to that. I, we got to put yeah. laws, you know, even in families or, you know, we got to put laws. We can't let the people we love being disrespected by anyone, including our siblings or even our parents. For sure. Okay, so talk to your brother, put an end to this, and if he doesn't get it, then just take distance. Don't see your brother and your sister-in-law unless they show respect to your girlfriend. I, I think that's a great plan. Okay, great. Well, I'm glad you called me, and, and I hope it works for you. I think it will. All right. Thank you so much, Simon. You're welcome. Good luck to you, and have a good night. Stay with me. More Rendezvous is next. Have you or your partner ever forgotten an important anniversary? I put that question, actually, on my social media, at Rendezvous Radio. Always check it out. And here is the result of this poll. It's very interesting. said my partner has forgotten an important anniversary of ours, and 40% says I have. Now, I can proudly say I have never forgotten an anniversary or birthday or something like this so far. So far. But I've never been married yet, so it's long-term relationships. So I think it's important to remember those things. They are a sign of love, expression of love, anniversaries, birthdays, special dates, Don't forget them. When you forget them, you kind of deny what happened. And when it's so loving and and wonderful moments, we want to remember them forever. Don't forget anniversary because you're forgetting the relationship itself. I'll be back tomorrow. Thank you so much for listening. Et bonne nuit. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.